so now that the relationship has ended, paternity has been determined and custody has been established. The hard work of co-parenting begins. If you're ready to stop the drama and work through the trauma, it's time for Co-Parent Court with your host, Judge Rochelle Jackson. Welcome to Co-Parent Court, the court where parents forget the drama and work through the trauma. Thank you for joining us today. In this episode, I will share with you who I am and how I came to create the show Co-Parent Court. I am Shawan Rochelle Jackson Bernard. For this particular production or show, I am your host, Judge Rochelle Jackson. That is my stage name, my persona. And the reason I created a distinction is because in my profession, my current profession, I am a practicing attorney. And I wanted to make sure that I made the distinction that this particular program is not a legal show. When I provide my suggestions, my rulings, my wisdom, my insight, those uh, suggestions are just as they are, suggestions. They are not any legal ruling standing. And when I do my analysis and offer to share my wisdom with my guest, while I am pulling from all of my experiences and knowledge, those suggestions are not based on what law says. It's based on a moral compass that as parents, we need to make sure that we are waging our actions and measuring our actions, that they are always in the best interest of children. And sometimes law does not always provide what you should be doing in terms of making sure that your child or children are getting the full benefit of having both parents involved in their lives, everyday lives, every decision. So this is not a show where everybody may be able to benefit from it, such that you may have some legal issues that you need to go to family court and to have those matters adjudicated. This show is for people who have reached the decision that they are going to try and figure it out. And what they may be lacking in the moment is not that uh, some law could be provided to them, but some insight, some wisdom, some suggestions about how to push through. So that is my goal, to share, to hear from parents, to see what the conflicts are, and to see if there's some guidance that I can provide. You may ask or be wondering by what authority or what um, experiences do I bring to make such guidance. So just briefly, I will share uh, how I got here. I am, uh, I'm a parent. And while I did not have the benefit of co-parenting such that we were in different households. When you're raising children, you know, there's area for compromise, forgiving from when you are not 
you know, your, your other child's parents and your thinkings are different. So you still have that relationship, but it's different. So we'll talk about when co-parenting exists inside of a home where both parents are living. And also when it happens in there are two separate households and parents have to navigate still that relationship of co-parenting. Now, as a parent, as a teacher, I used to be, and I don't know if I would say I used to be, because when you say used to be, you know, once an educator, it's, you're probably always an educator. So I have experience as a teacher and also as a school administrator. And in particular, when I was a school administrator, I spent most of my years being the disciplinarian administrator, which meant that when students were having behavioral problems and they were written up by the teacher or by some staff member, and we were trying to correct those behaviors, they had to come and I had to figure out what um, what plan, what consequences were going to be imposed such that the behavior would change so that the child and the student was able to go back to the classroom and to get what was necessary so that they could learn and be successful in that particular area. And a lot of time I spent working with my uh, school social worker, the counselor, having meetings and team meetings by and just trying to figure out what could we do as a group of educators to support children. And we found, at least in my opinion, a lot of times that whatever we had said or decided to do in the school, sometimes, and more often than not, when that child left the school and they had to go home and deal with the personal lives that they were dealing with, a lot of the things that we put in place were not followed up with parents or, or by the parent. And there were a lot of issues that stemmed from the home life that came into the school life. So I spent lots of years talking with other teachers, other educators, other uh, professionals in terms of the social worker and the school counselors, and also with parents about how to navigate and what suggestions we as professionals would make that they could um, implement those and get different results. I took that information or my interest in that and I ended up in law school. And once I finished law school, I began to practice in the area of family law because again, my interest has always been children and families. So with my practice in family law, I practice in the area of trying to navigate custody, divorces and custody. I am an, um, I'm a mediator. I'm also um, a children's attorney. I have represented children whose parents were about to lose custody based upon some um, child protection complaint that's been filed that needed to be investigated and navigated. I've also represented parents in, in those same proceedings. And a lot of times and too many times, parents are those who found themselves in that situation, sometimes just lack 
the information, some good information about making better choices. So my, my experience that I will share will help to guide parents and navigate through that. Now, again, this show is designed for parents who are not in any of those situations that I just addressed, meaning they're not in court uh, having their matters adjudicated, be it custody. They're not in court having their matters uh, adjudicated, meaning that they are in an area where they may lose the rights to their children. This platform is designed for those parents who are trying to navigate how to be more effective in terms of co-parenting. So they've decided that they're going to work together, but they've run into some challenges about how to push through. And my hope is that they come and join us to share with us and to take the information that I could suggest to them to help push through. I also have experience, so I talked about being a parent, being a teacher, a school administrator. Uh, let me do the distinction with the mediation or mediator, because in my role as a mediator, the, the parties would typically um, have to give and take and work toward a compromise because they come up with the plan themselves. That's not where we are in this particular format. So if they could come up with the plan, the plan themselves, then they wouldn't need the benefit of this particular uh, show. So it's not going to be that we or I am seeking to mediate any uh, conflict. It's going to be that I hear one position and I hear another position and it's my recommendation that, you know, mom does this, dad does that, go and do it and see how that works for um, improving the relationship. So with all of that experience, I think I have lots of wisdom to share. And this is just an opportunity to what can I do that I could perhaps make an impact that will help people to put themselves in better positions. So my contribution to assisting with that is to tap into, and I welcome you to call in, join in, you know, DM us, email us, and uh, share your conflict. Be willing to come and appear. I have, um, I have some guests lined up. And you don't have to appear in those guests in the first few episodes that I have. They have decided that they will participate, but they're not ready to show their face in terms of putting their business out in the public. But they are willing to share their situations and to take the advice and the guidance and to come back and follow up with us to let us know how they've navigated and whether or not those suggestions have helped. So I have um, ex-spouses and one other um, mother and they have, so those are the first three episodes. So in addition to this one, those are my first three and I'll be working and welcoming others to join us as you hear what uh, benefit you may 
be able to assess or access, I invite you again to find us on any social media platform. Visit our website at coparentcourt.com. And co-parent is all one word. And you can look us up on any social media. So that's what the program is about. That's why I created it. I want to also share with you some of my uh, philosophy, some of my thinking, and how I am going to analyze the situations that share. So, for example, I would like to introduce or at least share some new terminology to some, perhaps, where we often refer to parents and we take their intimate um, relationship status. So we like to say, oh, they're a single parent or, you know, oh, they're not a single parent, but we, you know, we say, oh, single parent. I would like to have us think about, instead of saying that a person is a single parent, which is, you know, whether or not they're single, married, uh, living together, cohabitating, if it's complicated, all of those are intimate relationship uh, titles, as opposed to my parenting titles, which I hope you would begin to accept that you are solo parenting or you're co-parenting. So my hope is that you end up co-parenting and not going it solo. Now, there are instances where you have no choice as to uh, being a solo parent. My mom was a solo parent because my father uh, died when I was uh, six years old. So I was raised in a household by a parent who had to go it solo. Now, you know, she was widowed and solo, and, but that was the, the lane that she was in, in terms of parenting. So single has nothing to do, in my opinion, with whether or not you are co-parenting or you are solo parenting. So we're going to do some analysis and figure out what lanes people are in. A lot of the conflict comes from that intimate lane when you have these emotional invested relationships, these personal relationships, and you end up creating a child and the intimate relationship ends and you have to figure out how do you get to that co-parenting lane. And that that's what the conflict is. How do we get both parties, both parents, from looking at the fact that they have to navigate the child rearing different from the broken relationship. And we'll talk about it. 90% of the cases is because people, somebody is holding on to something in that intimate personal relationship and they refuse or they haven't realized that they need to come over to the co-parenting lane. So we want to push them all over to the co-parent lane. Another question that you may ask yourself is, well, how did I get to a court show? Because I love court shows. I love Judge Judy, divorce court, paternity court. And even, I think that was Maury, you know, you are the father. So how do we take uh, all of those shows and 
how did I get to co-parent court? The difference between those shows and the show that I am creating, seek to create, and I want to take this platform, which is right now on social media, and my ultimate goal is one day to be on the on the TV screen where litigants will walk in and, you know, we have the true, as we know it, sense of co-parent court. But until then, we will use this social media platform to continue out our messaging about what insight, wisdom, suggestions, and guidance we can provide to parties, to parents who are seeking to resolve conflict. So what those court shows didn't do for the litigants or the parties or the parents, they didn't offer, they didn't share with the audience some of their suggestions. They just reveal who the father was. And that was it. And we wish you well, go and figure it out. And in my opinion, too often, the parents didn't figure it out. And how do I know? Because I, I have seen the results of that in the courtroom and in the schoolhouse about how parents are having difficult times navigating parenting when they are sharing two separate households. So we'll talk about that and how it could be more effective in terms of benefiting the child. My other hope or my last point that I would like to share with you is that, and this is my opinion, is that children are well-rounded emotionally, psychologically, probably physically and, you know, medically too, when they have both parents working together in their best interest. I also believe that when fathers are involved in children's lives, it makes for a better result. So we want to, and it's my goal to figure out and to help parents figure out how does, what needs to be done to make sure that opportunities are provided to fathers and that they are taking responsibility and being accountable for their actions when it comes to caring for and engaging with their children every step of the way. When they're in that relationship with the other parent, when they're going through the breakup, and when the breakup is done, how does that transition help happen so that the children are not suffering and observing and witnessing trauma that will have a cycle effect on uh, the next generation. So what can we do in this moment that will help children? What can we do in this moment that will help parents so that everybody gets the benefit of the wisdom, of the experiences, and that we can collectively try and figure it out. We don't all have the answers and everybody's situation is different. I just invite you to come and share. I invite you to come and listen. And I invite you to find those who you know need some guidance that you can say, hey, I saw this program. 
Let me send you the link. Oh, you know, tune in. And together, collectively, we can help spread some good news across social media and begin to rebuild the parenting unit. And it doesn't mean that the parents have to be together, but it does mean that the parents have to work together. So until next time, it is my hope that you work toward co and not do it solo. Have a great day. 